0: what's going on buddy
1: hey how you doing
0: good man welcome home
1: it's been a while
0: All right sitting on your stoop
1: yeah sitting outside you Can hear the birds chirping a little bit
0: All Right, man nice Hope uh, that's not
1: too distracting
0: awfully uh hippie of you you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Are you gonna do some meditating yeah, what's that you're gonna do some meditating
1: yeah <laughs> it's actually kind of warm and humid today feels different flying in from colorado where it was nice and dry and cool especially up in the mountains
0: dude i would take that in a heartbeat it's been uh you know 90 plus for the last five days straight it's it's ridiculous yeah summertime already it's here
1: yep yeah it's crazy there's still snow up in the mountains this time of year yeah
0: well it's at the very
1: tops but it's crazy
0: huh it's wild man good trip though overall
1: yeah yeah it was good it was, uh, you know, Colorado is a little bit different vibe than here, but, um, like Western Colorado had started to open up. So we were able to sit in restaurants without masks, mm. coffee shops and things like that. But in Denver on the Eastern slope, it's still pretty locked down. So it was kind of a different world, like spending a week in on the Western slope and then coming back to Denver. We went to a certain area that was just like hipster's paradise, man. Mm. And everything was. <laughs> Like we, I went to a coffee shop and imagine this. There's a shop, you know, there's a dude behind like a plastic or like a glass window. So there's really no contact, no chance of virus spreading, right? So I had a mask down around my neck just in case like I need it. But I figured like, well, this is like I don't need to pull it up for this. I go to order and he says, uh, you need to put on your mask before you order. And I looked at him like, are you serious? He said, I'm not going to take your order without a mask on. So standing there in the same position, I pulled up my mask over my nose. He's like, can I help you? Like, it was one of those weird things, you know, like Ben Stiller and like meet the parents. <laughs> you know, he where he like, meets the airline attendant and she's like, okay, can I help you? And he's the only one in the airport. I, it was like, okay, I put on my mask and he's like, okay, what, what would you like? And then he was all friendly and I said, well, could I get like a Cortado to go? And he's like, sure, swipe your card. So I was like, just really weird. And then, like, you had to go around the other side of the building to actually receive your coffee. And as you're going, you see all these signs like, "Mask must be worn from order until pickup. So they're, they're going to reach out and put the drink outside. But to even pick it up, they're requiring a mask. So in other words, it had nothing to do with the virus and everything to do with this cultish belief about masks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, you know. It's uh, I, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine, and uh, he had a good line because he's he's anti-mask. Like he he will not be caught dead wearing a mask, right? And he's a former marine. He's a former marine sniper, so he's yeah he's a little nutty as it is. But yeah. but he uh, he was telling me that he went into a store, and I I don't remember where it was, but it may have been in Leesburg or something. But he said he walked in the store, and the guy was like. Uh, excuse me, sir, you need to have a mask to come in. And he looked at him and he was like, Ah, oh, man, he goes, the, the effing looters, the rioters, they stole it. I don't know what to do. Sorry. And <laughs> the guy the guy looked at him and was like, Oh, like like basically if you're one of those guys. I'm not even gonna mess with you. Like <laughs> like Yeah. But I was like, dude, that's a that's a really good line. Like all the protesters out there, I don't know, they took my mask. I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But it is it is ridiculous. I mean it's um you
1: know, we. Yeah, I think I think at this point knowing what we know, you know, at the beginning it made sense when yep. we weren't playing like Monday morning quarterback. But now knowing what we know, it's just ridiculous. I mean I was at Chipotle the other day back in Percival. Did I already tell the story?
0: I don't know if you did or about, not. Oh, I mean, yeah, all, you the,
1: know all the people cutting up the chicken in the back were wearing them down around their chins. Like it wasn't covering their nose or mouth. But it's like you had to have it on. Yep. Same thing on the flight home from Denver, like, everybody, it's required on United to have a mask, but, like, if you don't, nobody was wearing it, like, seriously, like, up around their nose and mouth, and, like, none of it, none of it's actually, like, sealing anything from viruses. It's
0: it's crazy, man. Did you see uh, that New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut announced today that they're, they're having a... 14 day mandatory self quarantine for anybody coming from like any state where the numbers are starting to climb. So like if you yeah. go from North Carolina to New York, you got to self quarantine for 14 days.
1: So basically, you're not going to go.
0: It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Like, so basically, they're trying to kill the economy again.
0: Right. And it's yeah. it's like when does it when does it end, guys? Come on. I mean. It's, it's yeah. so, I don't know, the whole thing is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where when I walk into, like, all the, the local restaurants, like, you know, here in town, dude, I, I walk in, and they don't have masks on, I don't have a mask on, and we have a conversation about it. Right? Like, I'm yeah. like, hey, are they giving you a hard time about it, or has anybody said anything? Like, no. Like, nobody cares around here. Right? Because at the end of the day, we're washing our hands. We're not... We're not walking into the restaurant and kissing each other. Like, you know I mean, like, it's it really is ridiculous. But it's funny because everybody still has the, the plexiglass up, and it's, you know, it's like walking into, like, think of banks. Remember when you used to be able to walk into a bank, and you could actually reach out and shake the teller's hand, but now it's like Fort Knox in almost every bank, right? Because because you have all the jackasses that, you know, that rob a bank or do whatever at a bank. We're all punished as a result. It's it's the same thing. But now you're walking into restaurants or grocery stores, yeah. and it's the same thing. Right? I mean, yeah. it's like you got guys wearing welder's masks, and they're surrounded behind plexiglass. It's like, guys, yeah, come on. <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
0: <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. I don't know,
1: man. It'll be interesting to see if things ever go back, you know? Like after 9-11, when everybody was scared of the shoe bomber and like all that's why we're still taking our shoes off that's why we still can't bring water onto the airplane like that's been what 20 years ago now almost yep it's crazy so it's crazy yeah i I mean i'm I'm sure it'll fade but it's like there's going to be such residual impacts from this for a long time
0: right yeah it's uh i don't know man it's crazy what do you think about uh all the monuments being torn down
1: You know, it's weird, like, the past, well, the past, like, week and a half, I really tried to disconnect from my phone and not watch the news. So I'm a little behind, but I feel really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: When when, when I get into the, like, news and social media and, like, being on my phone, like, just more stressful and there's just bad news stories. So, I mean, just, I mean, a life lesson is disconnect from the news and social media and from your phone a little bit and you'll start feeling better.
0: But I agree with that. Put me in. <laughs> I agree with that a hundred percent.
1: I mean it's yeah
0: you know it's funny, that's, that's why I'm not on, you know, Facebook. Right. I mean, you know, Instagram, yeah. I mean I go on there recently but you know it's more it's more for a good laugh, right? And it's yeah. I mean it's funny because you know I'm I'm always big on like research and getting the whole story, but I'm at a point now where I'd rather watch things that are gonna make me laugh. Right? So yeah. the people that I follow are the people that have the funniest stuff. And I don't care what side it's on, right? There's some funny stuff all yeah. around. But, like, half the stuff that like Mike Tyson puts out there, I'm laughing my ass off at it because it's funny, right? It's like, yeah. it's just funny. You know, I think yeah. that's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's ridiculous because I don't watch the news in my house. I refuse to turn it on. I won't turn Fox on. I won't turn CNN on. Because if you turned it on, no wonder why everybody's scared to go outside. Because yeah. you, you think it's hell on earth. Right, it's like the yeah. apocalypse is happening right now. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you yeah. if you if you're a police officer, you're going to be stabbed in the neck or shot or yelled at or spit on or given the middle finger. But if you're not a police officer and you happen to be just a just a white guy going to walk down the street, you're going to be you know, mobbed and beaten. Right, none of which is true, but there are some areas where that stuff is happening. Right, but it's yeah, it's just it, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's and it's all in the name of who knows what, whatever yes. whatever's going to sell, whatever's going to get more yeah. clicks and more views. That's what they're going to change the narrative to. Yeah. Right, I mean, it's and the
1: narrative of police brutality is. I mean, you know, many ways. Like we have the statistics on that, right? So in many ways, it's the media-driven narrative. I mean, we've all encountered cops that are jerks.
0: Yep, absolutely. Right?
1: But that doesn't mean. So yeah, that is something that's probably true, but it doesn't necessarily coincide with this. You know, the Black Lives Matter police brutality. They're out to get us. LeBron James tweeting. They're 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 uh, hunting us down. It's yeah. like, you know. But if you turn on the news, you would believe that.
0: You you would, and it's and it's a shame because just like any other propaganda machine that has ever been in the history of the world they they know how to play on people's emotions right we most yeah. people are good most people are good almost almost all people are good are there some bad people yeah. absolutely but they know that if we can kind of disguise this wolf in a sheep's clothing and say oh this is for equality this is for you know black rights this is for women's rights this is for transgendered rights whatever it is they know that people go, like, Oh yeah, I I can get behind that and if you don't support blacks' rights, then then you're a racist. But they're smart enough to devise it to where that's the message that they pump out there in the media, but really what it is has nothing to do with that. Because if they cared about that, they would on Father's Day when I see, you know, Ice Cube putting out there that black fathers' lives matter. Okay, yeah, you're right. What does that mean? Like, it's Father's Day, man. Like, can't we just enjoy it? But the the emphasis should be, yes. That just goes to show why it's so important that the father, black, white, brown, yellow, purple, doesn't matter, is present in his child's life. Be there for your kids. Teach them right from wrong so that they don't grow up and get shot by a police officer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's common sense, right? And that that sees no color. That's just, be a decent human. Right? I mean...
1: You know what's interesting for people like us that, like, weren't around when all the, like, racist sort of cultural stuff was happening is that, like, when I think about it, I've never actually seen racism. I've never felt racism personally. You know, I've heard stories from other people and seen things that have happened, like, you know, the cop putting the neck on the throat. But like, have I ever seen it? And I was in the military. I've been, you know, in government with all every race imaginable. And maybe that's just the fact that the military is pretty good at weeding that stuff out. But like, I've never actually experienced that. <laughs> and I mean, I'm racking my brain trying to think about it. I don't think I have.
0: No, I, I, I do. And, and that's not,
1: and that's not that racism doesn't exist. But people need to like think about their own lives. When they're thinking about, like, the issue.
0: Right. Does that make sense? And and, and I think, again, it's because we live in a world of extremes, right? You know, you have the LeBron Jameses out there that, you know, talking about voter suppression or even, like, Jamie Foxx saying that, you know, they're suppressing votes in his neighborhood, you know, yesterday, right? Because the primary election across, you know, a lot of states was yesterday, but saying they were suppressing votes because only one voting precinct was open. Okay, well, first off, where I live, there's one voting precinct. I mean, if yeah. I want to vote in another precinct, I got to move to another precinct. That's that's yeah. what it is. Were there many people there just, yesterday? Just
1: so everyone knows, you're in a predominantly white neighborhood, right? Right. Like it's it, there's but, only one open.
0: But it's like that, that's that's how it is everywhere. There's there's no there. You can't tell me one precinct that your voter registration card says, okay, you can vote at any of these 15 locations. No, yep. you can vote at one location. Otherwise, yep. you do absentee ballot. Th- those are your options. But it's but again, it, I don't blame him necessarily, but somebody told him that at some point and then that's the message that he spreads. Right? So, yep. and he's got so many followers. So that's an influential person. People are gonna to listen to it and go, Yeah, that that's messed up. Man, they're 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 taking our rights away. It's it's like the gun it's like the gun nuts, right? The, I mean, listen, I am pro Second Amendment, like no one's business. However, I think some people take it to the extreme when they say, Oh, well, if this happens, all guns are gonna be outlawed. No, guys, come on. We're that's never gonna happen here. Sorry. Because we won't allow yeah. it to happen, right? But it's it's always got to be an extreme instead of saying, okay, let's look at this thing rationally and let's say, okay, could that happen? Sure. Does it happen? Maybe. Is it happening in Jamie Foxx's area? Uh, no. I highly doubt that Jamie Foxx is going to show up to the polls and they're going to be like, oh, excuse me, son, we don't need you around here. Get out of here. They'll be like, holy crap, that's Jamie Foxx. How are you, sir? Come on in here, man. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me get a picture. Let me get a
0: because I, t- I told you about the time I met Jamie Foxx, right? Did I ever tell you that story? Uh-uh. So I, I was living in Florida, and uh, he was living in Miami at the time, and he was always hanging out. So we, we went down there, and we went to South Beach, right? We're hanging out. me and a couple of buddies. And we may have been drinking a little bit. And we went to this bar called The Clevelander. Okay, now The Clevelander is right on the beach. They have a pool in the middle of the bar. Like a pool, right? So okay. you can go outside and go swimming if you want. So I, I walked in to the, the sidebar and I see Jamie Foxx. And this was right when, um, what was the, uh, when he played Willie Beeman? Any given Sunday? Okay. So it was right when that came out and that took place in Miami. So he's standing at the bar with a couple pretty, pretty big dudes. And I don't know why I felt it was appropriate to just walk over to the guy. Because I was a huge fan. I love Jamie Foxx, man. So I, like, walked over, and I, like, walked right in between all his friends. And I went, hey, man. I was like, Jamie, what's up, man? And I punched him in the chest. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> Just like, hey, man. Like, like we're buddies. And he kind of, like, he fell back a little bit. And he kind of looked at me like, who the hell are you? And then all of a sudden, his buddies, like, they, they went from being, like, 6'3 to being, like, 6'8. And I'm like... Uh, hey guys, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like I'm a, I'm a huge fan. It's cool. I don't know how I didn't get the crap beat out of me that night. Luckily, two of my buddies saw and they came They grabbed me like, sorry guys, and we got out of there. I was like, no, no, it was cool. It's Jamie Foxx. I just, I just yeah. hit him in the chest. What's up? But to me, like that's life. You got to laugh. You got to joke around. You got to just kind of take it easy. And his life turned out pretty darn good. Yeah. He's gonna be playing uh, Mike Tyson in the Mike Tyson biopic coming out. By the way, really? Yep. And and he uh, he sent out one of his pictures. He's put on like thirty pounds of muscle. He looks he looks pretty <laughs> much <That's> like Tyson. <laughs> yeah, pretty wild, man. Did,
1: how did how did Jamie Fox get his start? Was it in comedy in, or in, in Living
0: Color, man? Remember that did show in Living Color? What was that? Do you remember in Living Color? The I haven't really watched it, but I know about it. That's, that's where, where he, he started. started. So he he started there. Jim Carrey started there. Uh, Damon Wayne started there. Keenan Wayne started there. Yeah. He played all, he played all like, the goofy characters. Jamie Foxx did. Okay. You know, and then he got Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman was big. And then uh, then he played Ray Charles and Ray. Yeah. Right? But, oh, man, it's just... I, 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 I think the... The bigger problem with all this stuff is, we need we need people that that speak the truth, but the whole truth, right? Not yeah. not just the truth as they see it or the narrative that they want to want to pitch. You know, like LeBron James. That man has enough money and enough influence to where, if he truly wants to increase. You know, the, the voter, what's his big push now? The voter presence, or whatever it is, man, he could spend the money and do it easily. It's no no problem. Problem solved. Right? And I think that's yeah. but we need more people to open everybody's eyes and say, Hey look guys, it's not a it's not a black on white thing. It's a us you know, truth narrative and them false narrative thing. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? It's good versus evil, is what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a huge point. I think another thing where it's kind of become a cultural thing where everybody has their own truth. Yeah. But there is a truth in every story. True. Right. And, and people don't want to know the actual truth because of their egos, because that could mean they were wrong about something that right. they believed.
0: Which, I mean, look, I mean, it's 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 certainly not easy to admit when you're wrong, right? It's not easy for anybody. But if you can master that, life is a heck of a lot more fun because, I mean, look, yeah. I, I, I'm guilty as charged. I mean, I spent probably the majority of my life making sure that I was right, right? Even if I was wrong. I'm like, nope, I'm right. I, you're yeah. wrong, you're wrong. And then I'd find out I was wrong and I'd go, I'm not saying anything, like... Whereas <laughs> yeah. whereas now, I finally have learned, oh, so the, the true secret is, when you're wrong, own up to it. Don't wait for somebody else to tell you you're wrong. Say, hey, man, you know what? Yeah. Last week we were talking about this. Dude, you were totally right. My bad. Holy crap. I'm sorry. Yeah. Amazingly, people's guards go down. Like yeah. magic. gadget.
1: Like, how, how much did you think you knew about raising kids before you had kids? I knew everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now that you're, you know, going through the journey, you realize you you knew nothing.
0: You knew nothing, but that's that's life, yep. right? I mean, it, at you know, I mean, think back to when you were five. When you were five, you knew everything, right? But then you turn mm-hmm. ten, and you realize, man, these five year olds they don't know squat, right? Then you become, yeah. I mean, you become twenty one, right? And all of a sudden, or, no, eighteen, right? Eighteen, you can go off to war and die for your country, but you can't drink a beer. Kind of weird, right? But at twenty one, I can drink a beer, so now I'm a man. Now I know I know everything. A twenty one year old man, you don't know crap. At thirty, thought you know everything, you know nothing. Then you hit forty, yeah. you haven't gotten there yet. But then you hit forty, and you're like, man, I didn't know anything at thirty nine. Yeah, right. And I think at some yeah. point, you hit a point where you're like, wow, I really don't know much. Right, <laughs> exactly. you finally admit it. Right. <laughs> that, that's that's the whole
1: thing. Is that like that's what wisdom gives you. Yep. Like the wiser you get, the more you realize that you don't know things. Right. And it's, you have to continually learn.
0: It's crazy, man. It's uh you know, we, we I have that at, at work all the time too. Like I'm a big I'm a big advocate of not not to say that I run, you know, my team is a sports team, but I kind of do. I look at everything as you know, you want your best hitters playing in the right positions, right? Like, I want my number yep. three hitter, I want him hitting number three. I don't want him hitting number nine, right? Like, it's – I want my, you know, my fastest wide receiver playing wide receiver. I don't want him worried about what the tackle's doing or the center's doing. Just just go yep. run and catch the ball. That's all I want you to do. Quarterback, I yep. want you to be able to read a defense, throw a ball, go down if you need to. I don't care yep. if the, the guard or the tackle knows how to throw a football. It doesn't matter to me. Focus on what you're good at, right? Right. And I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people make is they try to be the best at everything. And what happens is yeah. you've got so many things in the air that you end up dropping everything, right? Like, So instead yeah. of being the best at everything, you're, you're pretty much awful at just about everything because you're trying <laughs> yeah. so many different things. And it's funny yeah. because I know a lot of – I mean I've had bosses that fall in this, this category where they find like your biggest weaknesses or your deficiencies – and that's where all the focus goes. You got to get better at this. You got to get better at that. Like I'm not a, yeah. I'm a people person, right? I am not a reports person. I'm not a, an organized person. Like that's just not my brain. It's not how I work. And I got a lot yeah. of people that are the same way. I want to celebrate what they're good at. So if you're a people person, let's say you're an eight out of ten, I want you putting a hundred percent of your time into becoming a ten out of ten. Versus. You're not a documentation person. You're maybe a 2 out of 10. If I have you focus on that all the time, best case scenario, you become a 4 out of 10. Yeah. You're still failing. So let's focus on what you're good at and then yeah. we'll find another person that's really good at the documentation piece, but they maybe aren't as strong yeah. on the people stuff. You do that, you do that, now we got the perfect team. Right? But yeah. it's that's what. And,
1: and forcing someone, forcing someone who's weak in administrative tasks to do administrative tasks is just going to kill their morale and kill their productivity. Yep. So that's why, like, I completely agree. Focus on strengths and just hone those, and just roll with it. Yeah, man. It's that is crazy. That is the trip. That is the traditional like corporate strategy. Is like, let's focus on your weaknesses and turn that around. Right. But that's that's not the that's not the right way to go. I agree with you.
0: It's uh, but, but that's where most people focus on, right? I mean, even in yeah. relationships, right? It's like, you know, you can have a, a, hu- a husband or a wife that they do nine out of ten things perfectly, but you're going to focus on that one thing that they don't do perfectly. And it's like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, let's focus on, celebrate the wins, man. Focus on the good in people, right? And that's a, that's a lesson just for society. Like, f- take the extra time. To figure out, hey, what do we have in common versus what do we not have in common? Because you're always going to find something that you don't agree with. With every person that comes across your path, you will always find something. But can you find the things that you you have similarities? Hey, we both have parents. Hey, how about that? We're both humans. Hey, we both believe in God. Oh, my God. That's a pretty big thing to start with. Right? Like, it's just... I don't know, man. Like, we both like sports. I mean, my neighbor's a Cowboys fan. Yep. And he happens to be black. Watch out. Right? Like, I'm a Giants fan and I'm white. So what? I bust his chops all the time. Right? I make fun of him every single time I see him with a Cowboys thing. I'm like, I don't know about that Cowboys thing. Yeah. Like everything else about you. But that thing? Get out of here with that. Yeah. Right?
1: And it's it's only doing yourself good. Right? To focus on the positive. Like, if you hate Trump and you don't want to think of one positive thing you like about him or one thing you have in common, or if you hated Obama, and you don't want to think about that one good thing or the one good thing you had in common, you're just you're killing yourself.
0: Dude, it's so true. Speaking of Obama, since you brought him up, I uh, I got one really good lesson from him, right? I don't agree yeah. with anything that the guy stands for. I mean, I really don't, right? But But the one thing that I took away from him, and I read... I forget where it is. I'll see if I can find the article. But he, it was like, like you know, sometimes you hear people say stuff and a light bulb goes off in your head. You're like, wow, that was really freaking smart. So yeah. he basically was talking about how, as President of the United States, and in, in, look, I can only imagine the stress in that job. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah. But you have to make so many decisions every single day. Like, mm-hmm. decisions that could destroy the world. It's a fact. And you only have, like he understood that you only had a certain amount of brain power to make important decisions every day. So yeah, he said that one of the biggest things that helped him through the presidency was every morning he got up, he only had, I think it was navy blue suits and white shirts. Mm-hmm. So when he got up in the morning, he knew what he was going to wear every day because it was navy blue suits. He didn't sit there, and I go through yeah. this, so I'm like, man, do I wear the gray suit, the blue suit, the black suit? What? Um, I don't know. I guess I'll do the blue. Nah. now, nah. Like, think about that. You've already wasted yeah. so much brain power, and you haven't even gotten in the dang shower yet. Yeah. Right? So, thank you, President Obama, for the wisdom to save one important decision, take it off your plate. Right?
1: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's brilliant.
0: It's, yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy, especially considering the source, you know, consider the source, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. give him some credit yeah. there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, like, no matter what you think of his policies or any of that stuff, like, just the fact that he endured eight years in that schedule, like, any president, like, at least you can give him props for that. Like, their schedules are packed Absolutely. in five-minute intervals every day, pretty much. So, like, it's just – yeah. I respect anybody who, who does that.
0: And and look, there's you think about it, not a lot of people can do it. Right? I yeah. mean what, forty five. <laughs> yeah. Like all right, let's think about that. Like out of yeah. you know, in, in, in the last, you know, two hundred years two hundred plus years, how many Americans could have run for president and won the presidency? And only forty five won it. Not even 45, actually, because we had had multiple terms. I mean, think about, like, I don't know, dude, like, assassinations. You didn't win it. You just won it by default. Right? So, it's kind of nuts, man. It's a hell of an accomplishment when you think about it. Yeah. Um,
1: What do you think about, I just thought of this, like, what if they, like, decluttered the president's schedule. So the president actually is doing less. Wouldn't that be better for the country <laughs> if Congress and the president were doing less? I mean,
0: 100%, right? I mean, isn't... Yeah. I guess you'd have to call him the queen, though, right? Because isn't that what the queen of England yeah. does? She Just, you know, waves her hand yeah. and, you know, kisses babies and blesses stuff. Yeah, But I think that's... I mean, honestly, any American should want that, right? Yeah. They 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 should want you know more more decisions about you know their lives to be done at the individual level right and it's and it's it's kind of crazy when you think about that because you think of think of all the bickering all the you know the the groups out there the antifas the black lives matter the you know the transgender the you know whatever else there is there's so many freaking things out there and they're all fighting you know, over essentially the same thing, right? I mean, they're just bickering over rights, and I want this, and I, I don't want you to have that, and I support abortion, but I'm against guns. And it's like, all right, guys, stop. All of these things yeah. that we're arguing and that are at the forefront of everything should not fall on the federal government. All of it. Like, yeah, you want to go be transgender? Okay, uh, go ahead, have fun. You want to you know be gay? Okay, have fun. Yeah, you want to. You wanna marry a woman, you wanna marry a man, you wanna have kids, or you don't want to have kids. Okay. That hey, that's your choice. Right? But but we're fighting for these these you know politicians that are saying they're gonna basically deliver the promised land. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna outlaw this and we're gonna outlaw that and we're gonna make this legal and murder in this case is not legal, but murder in that case is okay. And then when the yeah. next administration comes in, we're gonna flip it. Like it's – yeah. we're giving too much power to all of these guys, Trump and company, all of them. Yeah. Too much power, yeah. man.
1: Yeah. And every, every legislation that's passed is not just for that administration. It's for every administration that follows. So less is more, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Again, and we, we've talked about it all the time, it's, it starts with the individual, the individual yeah. rights, Right. And, and, you know, we can go down that path, but individual, from the second you're born, your rights matter from the day you're born. So, you know, I think it's yeah. it's crazy how that gets so misconstrued because I think a lot of times because we're seeing our own truth, as you said, we get so blinded in such a tunnel vision that you and I could be having an argument about something. But we're arguing the same thing if we both just shut up and listen to what the other person's saying. Right? Like, maybe maybe the material stuff involved is a little bit different. But at the end of the day, hey, wait a minute. You're saying the same thing I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, let's figure out how to make it work. Right? You feel oppressed. I feel oppressed. Everybody feels oppressed. Okay. Well, let's fix it. What's What's the number one common denominator in all these issues? It's the federal government. Every single time, Yeah. right? It's not the, it's not the local town government, right? It's not the, the mayor, right? I mean, it's yeah. It's never the mayor. Well, he's a heck of a guy yeah. too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So what else is going on?
0: Man, baseball's baseball's coming back. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Oh, July twenty third. Yeah. I think it kicks off. Hopefully, it kicks off. Sixty games. I'll take it. I would take five games. Yeah. If it was a five game season, I'd take it. Just something, right? Yeah. Golf's back. NASCAR.
1: I, I heard. I heard NBA's coming back.
0: Yeah. What are they doing? Like at the the Universal Resorts or something or Disney Resorts or.
1: Yeah, they're gonna play down there and uh, no fans, and then go right into the playoffs from down there. I think. See. So.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I get that. I don't understand how the NBA came to an agreement before baseball, when baseball is an outdoor sport. It makes no yeah. sense to me at all. Like, and I, I almost, I almost got pretty pissed off at the players, like the the oh, I'm sorry players' association, because what a bunch of spoiled freaking babies, right? I mean, <laughs> honestly, dude, like, come on, man, you, you're going to sit there and say that. You don't think that it's worth your time to go play a sixty game season because you're not gonna get your full, you know, eighty million dollars for this year? You're only gonna get thirty million? Thirty million dollars to play in sixty games. Oh, and by the way, you're a pitcher, so you pitch every five days? Yeah. So what are you gonna pitch? Six games and you're gonna get paid thirty million dollars. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. You know, like, I was I was hoping that some other league would, like, jump in there and be like, hey, you know what? Like, we've got an amateur baseball league or, like a, like, a college wood bat league or something would step up and sign some kind of deal with ESPN where, boom, they take over, we watch it, and then all of a sudden, they start chipping away at, you know, Major League Baseball's presence, right? Like, you want to teach these guys a lesson? Have some college kids play. You know, have, have some old-timers like us play. I'll... Pay me a hundred bucks. I'll play. I'll go play on you. That's fine. <laughs> like that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I just think uh, people got to get their priorities straight. Sometimes. You know. Yeah. Count your blessings. Yeah, for sure. You know? but, uh, yeah. but nobody's
1: talking about at- athlete privilege.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding, man. It's uh, or I was even thinking uh, someone. forget what it was. One of the actresses from uh, one of the It movies, or the It 2 movie, made a comment about something, and uh, it got me thinking, like, yeah, well, what about clowns' lives, right? I mean, with It, I mean, not all clowns are bad, right? Not all clowns kill kids. A lot do, but, I mean, what about that? Like, should we edit, since we're taking these monuments, oh, that's what it was. She said that The uh, Teddy Roosevelt monument should be taken down because out with the old, in with the new. And I'm like, you idiot, shut up. Like, get out of here. What what are we talking about? Out with the old, in with the new. What should we put up there? (laughs) Should we put a Hillary statue? Like, what what should we put? But I'm thinking like, ah, maybe we should edit out the clown so there's no clown in the movie It. Right? It's just like a blur. Because we don't want to discriminate against the clowns. You know? Like, yeah. People are just get too damn sensitive, man. Really ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything is focused outward, man. And I touched on this a couple of podcasts yep. ago. It's all about what they're seeing outside of themselves. Focus on yourself. You know.
0: But that's it's it's almost it's, like you know, uh,
1: you're you're you perfect. So if you feel like you can cast the stone, then then do it. But until then, focus on yourself.
0: Yep. But you know what? It's it's. It's too hard for people to do that because of their egos and they have to admit fault. And most people are not going to yeah. admit fault because, you know, it's like if you're not getting your job done or you're not, you're not there for your kids or you're not there for your wife, it's got to be their fault. It's not my fault. It's their fault. Yeah. Like, no, dude, it's your yeah. fault because, again, if every single person in your orbit is telling you the same issue... It can't possibly be everyone, right? I mean, come on. (laughs) Look, you got to make some changes. Yeah, and do something. Don't just sit there and you know type away on a freaking keyboard or a phone. Like, do something, right? Don't don't cause destruction. Run for office. Do this. Do that. Like, there's so many things you can do that actually. There's
1: so many more. There's so many more productive things you can do than tear down a monument or deface a monument. Where does that stop, anyway?
0: It's, it's the angel. Stop
1: with the, do we need to tear down the Washington Memorial in D.C.? Have fun with that. He owns slaves.
0: Yep. We're yeah. going to tear down,
1: like, every, like, everybody knows the sins of the past in regards to our country. So are you just going to destroy everything?
0: Well, we might as well go over to England and start tearing down all our stuff and go to Rome and tear down the Colosseum because the Romans had slaves and blow up those pyramids because the Egyptians had slaves. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Africans were the ones that were selling the slaves. So you need to go destroy that whole country yep. or that whole continent? No, it's ridiculous.
0: Yep, it's uh no, it's it's ridiculous, man. It really But again, I think I think at the end of the day, you know, if you want to add value to people in life, be a problem solver, right? I mean, it's yeah. that that goes for family, that goes for work, that goes for, you know, community service whatever. If you can figure out how to help solve problems, that is the golden ticket because most people will sit there, right? It's like your, your classic case study. It's easy to walk in and start pointing out all the things that are wrong, right? Like, like imagine that. You're going to point out all the blemishes on this person, that person. Oh, look at you. You're fat. Oh, you got this. Oh, you got that. You got this wrong, this wrong. Okay. It takes yeah. a much stronger person to come in and say, hey, you know what? I was looking at this. I think we can do this better. Here are some ideas I have. What do you think about this? What do you think about, hey, why don't we change your diet? Why don't we start running? Why don't we start doing this or start doing that? And then in three months we can go, holy crap, look at the transformation already. It's only been three months. Look at you. Oh, man. All right. Let's keep going. It's working. Right? It's a, Yeah. But nobody can do that because it's a lot easier to, like you said, just kind of throw stones. You suck. You're this. Yep. You're lazy. You're that. We got a problem here. Yeah. yeah we're not paying you because... We need you to tell us we have a problem. You're here to fix the problem. So fix the problem. Or at least whiteboard yeah. an idea. Like give us something. Don't yeah. just say, yes. hey, the light's not working. Well change the light bulb. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. hey look, there's a piece of trash on the ground. Yeah, pick it up. Yeah. Right?
1: Don't don't say hey, it sucks to you know, always have to go to the bookstore to buy a book or go to the library. Be like Jeff Bezos who says, Well, I'll, I'll deliver it to your house. He becomes the richest man on earth.
0: Dude. You know. <laughs> But 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 again, that's the thing is it's it's you know be able to solve problems, right? Yeah. And, and again, nobody, very few people can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know they'll name call instead. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, good catching up as always. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll catch up soon. Sounds good. All right, brother. Take okay,
1: care,
0: man. All right. Later.